0: welcome back to another episode of kicking it with coach red where we bring you all the news stories takes and opinions about your favorite teams from the pacific north fresh from the good to the bad to the mariners
1: the mariners baby oh the mariners
0: mariners a little up and down right now taking big series versus the Yankees, losing series, basically matching their loss total for the season in one series against the Rangers. It's a little up and down, a little chaos ball last night. but A lot of chaos. What we're going to focus on is a guy that's been instrumental since joining the team, and that's going to be Luis Castillo. That's who we're kicking it with today. Mm-hmm. And big shout-outs to Jerry DePoto for having – Having the Jerry, stones,
1: Jerry, Jerry,
0: having the stones to make the deal because Luis Castillo, we'll get into it more. Three, three starts for the Mariners. They win in all three of those games, but to run a team like Jerry, you gotta, gotta have some stones. You gotta have some yeah, cajones, and you do. it's a big deal. And you know, if you're looking for someone that can run things, maybe like Card B, maybe, maybe run this yeah. shit like cardio. maybe maybe you'd want a guy like me your boy coach red you can find me on twitter at the real coach red on instagram at the real underscore coach red maybe if you're looking for a guy that's going to be there on the peripheries maybe maybe he's going to ask the questions maybe a chris brown type that wants to know if you can run it run it maybe that's (laughs) your boy Lefty France.
1: What up, peeps? Follow me on Twitter at Lefty France. On Instagram at D France13. Go over and follow the pod at Coach Red Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follows, follows, follows. Do it, do it, do it.
0: So in this episode, we're really going hard and heavy
1: on Luis
0: Castillo since being acquired from the Cincinnati Reds. And his last four starts are three versus the Yankees, one of those being with the Reds, (laughs) and one against the Angels. And his team has won the last four outings. Let's focus on the first one. Uh, In New York, going up against Garrett Cole, and as a welcome gift to the team, the Mariners decided to drop six in the first three Yahtzee balls in that game. And Castillo starts cruising. Gets a little rough patch in the seventh inning with two outs. He's at 120 plus pitches. You know, really getting pushed to the max. Groups a fastball. Noodle
1: at this time. Yeah, gives up a two
0: run <laughs> dinger. So ends up stat line on the day six and two thirds, five hits, three earned runs, three walks, eight Ks, and the win. And big shout out here to, I believe it's uh, Nicky Scarlotta, the, <laughs> the, now cult hero for the Seattle Mariners. Mar- Seattle Mariners. Oh yeah,
1: the Mariners.
0: I mean, this guy's blowing <laughs> the freaking up. Freaking uh, Mariners! Maybe we gotta maybe we gotta reach out to him as well. See if we can get him on this podcast. I know uh, Pacific Northwest Showdown, I believe, is what it's called, with uh, another Seattle area podcast. Got him out. He's been interviewed by Como News, Simply Seattle makes a marinass shirt. <laughs> so with this, this is what you want to see. This is the guy you go get, a guy that's gonna go into deep deep into games. And to go five, five hits, three earned runs, eight K's against whatever lineup the Yankees offense yeah. is putting on the field, even though they're sliding a little bit after after the all-star break, it's impressive to do. I mean <laughs> keeps keeps people in check and to really make that deep push first start, you get that early run support. It's huge. And I think it snowballed that entire game. Everyone was excited for him. This is a day game, a getaway game, a day to win the series. And he shows up, shows out.
1: Yeah. I mean, they are working him like crazy, but he's handling it. No problem. 120 pitches in his first outing with this. That's, it's a lot of pitches for, for anyone really, but he he's a stud he's fun to watch he i mean all the strikeouts he has um i think what we said eight in the first first game yeah in the first game and we'll cover more of his other starts but i'm sure there'll be plenty more strikeouts in his next two starts
0: plenty (laughs) and
1: Uh, we'll go to the second game against the Yankees again. And
0: the reason we didn't have any episodes go out last week, got some impromptu tickets to the game, stay there for all 13 innings. And this was, this was the pitching battle that you expected the first game between Garrett Cole and Luis Castillo. And it didn't disappoint. You look at Luis Castillo and I think we're going to break this whole game down a little bit more detail than we did in the first one since Day game, we're both at work, can't really catch it all. Or seeing stuff on Gamecast. Yeah.
1: You can have some firsthand stories. Yeah. In this one from so, the one and only Coach Red.
0: Luis Castillo goes eight strong, gives up three hits, two walks, seven Ks, <laughs> gets the no decision, but the Mariners win the game and took a co worker to this, not a big baseball guy that's been getting excited. And every inning, all he was saying is like, God, this guy is just so smooth. Like, <laughs> he's so smooth. And also, just to show how good of a battle this was, read uh, an article, I believe, by Corey Brock in the Athletic. And combined, you had Garrett Cole. I think went seven innings in that game.
1: Yeah. And
0: I think he had eight K. So between the two, they had fifteen Ks. And neither of them threw a pitch below ninety-five miles an hour. Is what he has cited in the story.
1: That's, That's banana ram. Yes, yeah, that is insane. Even our, I mean, I know we're strictly talking about Luis Castillo, but we got to give a shout out to the pen. Uh, oh, we're game we're too. going to. Yeah. I wanted to
0: give Luis a little bit more love before. Yeah, yeah, been.
1: yeah. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> but in this game, I believe he had one guy get to second in eight innings. Like you never felt like they're like he was in trouble. You just felt like he was in control the entire game. It was – he got helped a little bit. Uh, Matt Carpenter, early in the game, fouls a ball off his foot, and fractures it. He's out of the game. So, they had to make a replacement there. But no Anthony Rizzo in the lineup that game. So, you had a little bit different lineup, but you still had, you know, those big boppers. Aaron Judge was still there. You had yeah. D.J. LeMayhew that he was keeping in check. You had Trevino. You had Kynar Falefa. God, Glaber Torres, like you had the guys out there, yeah. Um, And Luis Castillo just seemed so in control uh, at this game. Thirty-eight thousand people through the door on a Tuesday night, which is not something you see. I think capacity is forty-five, so it was eighty-two percent capacity. I stayed till Luis Torrens walks it off with a single in the thirteenth. And there had made there'd probably been five to ten percent of people that had funneled out after nine. Everyone was still there. The place was packed, nervous anticipation the entire like game. That. You're just sitting on pins and needles, standing for basically from the seventh, eighth inning on, just <laughs> waiting for something to happen. Yeah. And it was an instant classic. It was a total pitchers duel. duel yeah. And God, it was just so fun. And now we now we're gonna go to the now we can talk
1: about the bullpen. Yeah. I mean, like you're saying, a pitcher's duel. Um, it just showed that we can hang with pretty much any team on any any night. And I think I don't think our pen gave up a hit. They did not. They went five innings, zero
0: hits. Yeah. I believe they had eight Ks over that span. Because what we had four other four or five other guys throw. We in that game we had Matt Festa, Andres Munoz, mm-hmm. Paul Seewald, and Matt Brash went Brash, too. yeah. Matt Brash got the win. Yeah, uh, Matt Festa's the only pitcher out of that bunch that did not record a strikeout. You had Munoz struck out the side, one of those guys being Aaron Judge. You had the heart of the yeah. line, and he blew through him. You had, I think Brash had three or four Ks in the two innings. Uh, no, probably only three Ks because he had the two double plays. Or oh, one double yeah. Play behind yeah. Him. And yeah. Seawald also had a double play behind him as well, I believe. But let's talk about the Mariners and why they're a complete team. Pitching, defense, base running. Mariners defense, one of the top defense in all – I think it's the top defense in all of Major League Baseball statistics yeah. right now. Yep. You look at their base starting, blunders galore. And you saw that in that game with Yankees. Hard, hard rip right to second base. Benintendi takes one step towards third. Balls hit so hard that he can't get back. He's toast. Trevino gets caught in no man's land while Matt Brash makes the play of his life. No yeah. look at the feet not like <laughs> yeah i like just throw my glove up like glove down on the ground behind the back snag to get him hung up and kind of not saying in the rundown long enough And I mean kind of for Leffa runs out of the base path like he's doing like a whirling dervish out there whirly running in arm. circles <laughs> oh and god big shout out to goldsmith Aaron goldsmith is an absolute legend on the calls uh, oh I believe this was in the was either the 12th or the 13th inning because I didn't hear any of this being at the game. But he comes back and Glaber Torres gets just a filthy slider high and tight, swings late, and you hear a, oh, 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 what a <laughs> silly hack. <laughs> Might be one of my favorite calls that I've heard. It is.
1: That's too good. Just like a, a bully in the schoolyard, just laughing at it. Kids swinging the bat for the first time. Oh, man. And you just look at it, and it was
0: – I was shocked when Luis Terenz was the pinch hitter over Kyle Lewis. But yeah, Torrens comes that's... in and just lines the ball into right field game winner and gets DFA'd like three days later. <laughs> <laughs> but he's back in the Myers with the Myers. He's in AAA. Yeah. So, I think that, you know, hopefully he can do
1: what he did last year. and find Hopefully it's a little wake-up call or something because – I don't know what is what his problem is this year, but it ain't working. (laughs) That's yeah. That's as as what happens
0: in all these. Like the game gets done, and it's a high intensity game, or some crazy stuff happens. Like you know, the first game for Castillo, you have six runs in the first off Garrett Cole, which is yeah something you don't typically expect to see. Then you see a game go thirteen innings with no runs and a combined total of (laughs) like nine hits six by the Mariners, and three by the Yankees. And the Yankees did not record a hit off the Mariners' bullpen. Yeah, that's insane. I think the Mariners' bullpen gave up like two or three walks, but two of them were intentional. Yep. One was the judge to get him on the base path. So it's like you, the bullpen was in complete control and mm-hmm. a lot, good defense and, you know, timely timely hitting there in the 13th. But it all comes back to the effort you got from Castillo, who was well over 100 pitches again and goes eight complete innings. Yeah, goes seven Ks, three hits, two walks. I mean, you can't do much better than that. No, you really can't. If that was the first time a Mariners starter had pitched into the eighth inning this year, was yeah, that game, and it's a big game because they got embarrassed game one. So the season series is tied at two to two at that point. And then you take the series lead and then eventually get the series, you know, win by taking four out of two, four out of six four wins out of six appearances against the Yankees. A four and two
1: record. Yeah, that's that's good against one of the better one of the best teams in the MLB. I mean, it's I like to see I love to see it. I don't just like to see it, I love to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We go last night's game. Um,
0: oh, man. So, if you talk about. What a game. Well, welcome to the Mariners. You're going to face Garrett, <laughs> uh, Luis Castillo. You're going up against Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole, and Shohei Otani on the bump. Yeah, Good luck. Uh, you don't need luck right now with Luis Castillo. <laughs> no, you he don't. didn't have all the stuff. His command wasn't there. He only gave up one walk, but gets nine Ks. The bottom of that lineup could not touch him at all. Strikes I mean, up, gets Ohtani looking too on a low inside pitch, just dots it, as Goldsmith would say, just dots the inside corner, and Shohei was not happy about
1: that. I feel like Ohtani is just done. He's like, where? Why am I here? Like, why like, couldn't I gotten traded? Soto
0: could get traded. How come? How come yeah. I yeah gotten traded?
1: Exactly.
0: And if you look at this, he gives up six hits, two earned runs one run we talked about pitching and defense and one of <laughs> one of those was a miscommunication between in the first inning between Julio Rodriguez, and Mitch Haniger, yep. where Julio's got the ball in his glove. Mitch goes up as well and kind of gets Julio off the spot, ball bounces out just over the yellow line
1: onto the scoreboard for yeah. one of the two runs and one of the six hits. And you could see on the replay Julio had called it, but I think they were both in the air at that point. It was just kind of, it was a tough, tough play, but an unlucky. but
0: – And you saw that earlier in the game too, because
1: Mitch Hanniger
0: and Julio haven't played a ton together. You yeah. saw the same thing with Winker in left field, where there was kind of miscommunication where they almost collided. Yep. They've, they've worked it out since. So you expect to see the same. But you get over 100 pitches from him again. He goes six innings, six hits, two and runs, nine Ks in this one. And on a day where It wasn't his best day. He didn't have his best stuff. His command wasn't there, but God, he just is so locked in. And you can see the Mariners are striving to win those games a little bit more Mm -hmm. by seeing the performance he's putting in. You're almost getting a little bit of what I like to call the Felix Hernandez syndrome, where there's such a sparkling dazzling outing by your starting pitcher that you and it doesn't help that we face Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole, and Shohei Otani <laughs> in those starts. But it's tougher to score runs against those guys. But that was the thing with Felix. You know, he's going deep seven, eight, seven, eight, nine innings sometimes, and the run support's not there. You hope that you get that uptick, getting the easier part of the schedule and hopefully not facing those elite guys that, you're, that you've seen by, you these, by these teams that you've seen recently in his starts but then you get to chaos ball. I mean, (laughs) welcome, welcome to chaos. It's been everywhere. This, at least in Seattle. And I think that the angels fans, you've got a lot of, you've seen a lot of things from angels folks about how disappointed they were by the eighth inning last night, ninth inning, where (laughs) Mariners score four runs. Um, They scored their fourth run. That was the first ball that left the infield on a little looper into the outfield by JP Crawford. Starts off with Sam Haggerty on first. Yep, Ball, that gets away from the catcher. He deeks like he's going to second. Stassi airmails one into the outfield. He walks into second. Steals on the very next pitch. Then uh, Carlos Santana does a little magic on Laz Diaz behind the dish. Gets Turns a 2-2 count into a 3-1 count. Gets a walk. <laughs> Emo comes in. Yeah, get a laser rocket by Julio that almost takes off the head of Luis Rendifo. Yeah, and uh, Sam Haggerty then works on trying to get in the rundown, so the double play is not in order. Because I mean, you throw the first, and then yeah, there's at least no get one out. Like, yeah, exactly. You it's could like,
1: lo- You're trying to see how the double play there. He uh, would have had to if he would have went to second. He wouldn't have been able to throw Julio out. I mean, it's.
0: So Haggerty gets a little hung up on purpose to try and get Demo to third, get another guy in scoring position for Ty France, and breaks. Stassi throws the third pitcher, supposed to be covering. He's a little discombobulated by the speed <laughs> because he almost got plunked in the head.
1: Yeah, on the ball. he got put in a very weird position. Like it all happened so fast where he, you could just tell he's like, where do I need to be? And then he noticed he needed to be at home. Fell over. Third, and- baseman,
0: third baseman gets the ball, looks at home, realizes the pitcher's not going to be there. So, yep. turns. Shortstop still trying to get to third. Demo <laughs> is hustling. Yeah. Gets it in. And very next play, Ty France pits another ball to
1: Ty the France. The shortstop.
0: Yeah, shortstop. Kind of. No, oh, straight up to the shortstop throws home. Yeah. He knows going on contact. Ball ricochets out of Stassi's glove on the slide home, and then you got uh, Julio Rodriguez getting to third. Yep. Next play, Winker grounds one to the third baseman who falls down <laughs> while fielding it, and Julio, you're not getting him at home on that. They end up getting the guy at first, Ty Francis at second, and then you have JP lace one out there, gives you those four runs, in a while. Yeah. and while, and if you look at it. In all three of these Luis Castillo starts, we talked we talked a lot about the six runs in the first off Garrett Cole. We talked about the instant classic in the bullpen and the walk-off in the 13th inning. We talked about chaos ball in the ninth. What's getting lost in there is the effort that's being put forth by Luis Castillo. And <laughs> this is what you look for in an ace. This is the guy you want starting game one in the playoffs. Yep. You have this guy, Mariners currently today, top of the wild card. Hopefully they can, they can keep winning because the teams that you're jockeying with, the Rays, the Orioles, the Blue Jays, they are all playing each other a bunch down the stretch. And they've got games littered in against the Yankees. They're going to beat up on themselves a little bit. Oh, yeah. You've got the Guardians that took the lead in the division. The Twins and White Sox are kind of hanging around there. They still got to play each other a lot down the stretch, too. And the Mariners have one of the easiest schedules where issue with the Mariners has been, they play up to their competition and sometimes they play down. They've done a pretty good job, especially with Texas for most of the year, but then you go off of that Yankee, you know, series win and basically lay an egg down in Texas. It was a good bounce back last night. You expect that to continue forward with having Robbie Ray on the bump tonight. So It'll be interesting to see if they can they can get this role, then go into Oakland, get this, come back home before taking the Nationals, which you hope to take two there. You know, get that lead expanded a little bit. I want to get into September and say, unless the Mariners lose 12 in a row, they're making the playoffs. I'm gonna to get to that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to Probably. be I don't want to be sweating it out through the last weekend <laughs> like I was last year because yeah. I think it took a couple of years off my life. Oh my At one god. Point, at the game on the Friday night game against the angels, the two, one loss, I legitimately yeah. f- did and folded four loads of laundry. I was that nervous. <laughs> like, all I was doing was that.
1: Yeah. I didn't no, I was... have a
0: drop to drink just sitting there nervously folding laundry.
1: Yeah. They definitely kept us on our toes to say the least last year. And I, I'm with you. I would love to, Feel comfortable going into September knowing that a playoff spot could be secured. And that drought. And the drought. And you can do that
0: with Luis Castillo. Let's just read his stat line for his three starts mm-hmm. 20 and two thirds inning, rocking a 2 1 8 ERA, five earned runs, six walks, 24 Ks. That's, that equates out to 10.45 Ks per nine, 6.1 hits per nine. Yeah, that's
1: insane. It's And two
0: of those starts oh. were against arguably the best American League lineup, one through nine.
1: Yeah. I'm so glad we went and got him. I mean, we we did give up a little bit, but to have him, it's so worth it. And it's, it's time so to get out it.
0: the checkbook and start extending people this offseason. Yep. You're looking at the likes of let's you you you've got time, but you probably want to lock Julio up sooner. Later. Yeah, you want to lock up Ty France and Luis Castillo. In these three starts, has shown he he is who he thought he was. <laughs> it's me. I'm the man. Who do you think you are? Yeah, I, I am. am.
1: Yeah. Uh, are we are we done wrapping it up? Wrapping up uh, Luis Castillo. Yeah,
0: you got got something
1: else? I got a little little nugget. Yeah. In honor of our man, Felix Hernandez, throwing a perfect game, uh, what, 10 years ago yesterday, Mm -hmm. I was going to see if you could name who the starting lineup was in 2012. Okay. If you can name who it's like, on the roster, I guess.
0: I did see something that showed the lineup and kind of double. Took really?
1: It, but, <laughs> wow.
0: But I'm probably still not going to be able to get all of them because yeah. it was not the best of lineups. <laughs> oh,
1: no, it's not. I'm so, looking at it right now. And it catching that day,
0: good. you had John Jaso. Yeah. Who played with the Rays. Mm-hmm. So, kind of knew their mentality. Oh, man. First base. (laughs) Logan Morrison?
1: No. No. Number 17. Doesn't help. (laughs) He's got your name. Oh, Justin Smolak. (laughs) Yeah. Justin Smolak. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's. I know it's short. You had Brad Miller. Not that day. Oh no, God! Brendan Ryan. Yeah.
1: Oh my God! <laughs> hitting. It's shown as average, and he was hitting one eighty nine. Something. Yeah. Um, Smoke was hitting one eighty nine. Third base, you had Kyle Seeger. Yep. Second base, you had. A baseball player. That has my name. Dustin Ackley. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> I know in the
0: outfield you were rocking a line. A oh was god. It was I don't even. Er- I know. Eric one guy. Thames. Yeah. Because I saw the one like for the lineup that they posted hit his hit his first like <laughs> walk-off hit of all time last night. Um, you had Trayvon Robinson.
1: Yeah. And Center fielder now.
0: Was it John Jones or not John Jones? No,
1: no. The Jones, the guy that converted to a pitcher after he found out that he could <laughs> hit, but was really fast. I don't think so. It wasn't it starts John, with an M.
0: M. It's not Mike Cameron.
1: I know that. No
0: first name or last name.
1: First name. First name. Similar to Mike Cameron. To Mike. <laughs> you want me to give it to you? Is it uh, the Canadian? Michael. Uh-huh. God, I love this. Guy. Last name starts with an S. Michael Saunders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and who's DH'ing?
0: DH'ing. Uh the original the original dad, the original dad bod. Uh Seth
1: Smith. No. No. Dang. Jesus. <laughs> Mr. Ice Cream
0: Sandwich himself. Jesus yeah. Montero. Yep. Yeah. God. Well, what that. a way. What a way <laughs> to tease us into our next episode where my brain's really
1: good and I'll tell you all about it in the drop. Yeah. No, and that game ended one to zero as well. So yes. <laughs> As you, as you could probably guess, our lineup was not
0: great. It Was not great, but you know what is great: social media, and that's where mm-hmm. you can find us. And you can find me on Twitter at the Real Coach Red, on Instagram at the Real
1: Underscore Coach Red Lefty. Where you at? Follow me on Twitter at Lefty France on Instagram at dfrance France Thirteen. Go over and follow the pod at Coach Red Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us, follow us, follow us. Do it, do it, do it as always stay fresh stay fresh peeps peace